The following podcast is being brought to you by the Defy Life Podcast Network. Hit the shot from half court. court. MVP of all sports. Coach yeah. put me in the game. You know I'm the truth on the field. Pay it up. Competition, know the deal. Coach put me in the game. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back, welcome back to the Staley and English show with Coach Kurtz. I'm your man, Coach English, and as you can see, I am in the building by myself, Coach Staley, and uh, is on the road on his way back from coaching uh, the girls' live period down in Atlanta, and now we are... Uh, here and uh, Micah's down with uh, the baby kind of scheduled this one a little bit too late but so we still had to come on and get you guys some content we're doing this one live on Facebook um, apparently I'm having some technical difficulty not sure if everybody can hear what I'm doing here um, hopefully they can um, but we're going to start off this show with just some listener questions. Going to get some shout outs at first. Want to give a shout out to the people uh, on our live feed right now. Uh, my cousin Ibrahim, my homeboy uh, Ross, DJ Phenom, uh, Lynn, uh, frat brother Mike, uh, Coach Avenger is on. Um, apparently, I just got a thing that says, We hear you. Okay. Uh, appreciate that. Uh, so. Uh, show's going to be pretty short today because it's just me and basically the listeners and viewers are going to carry the show today so the first thing uh, I posted a question on my uh, on my live uh, on my feed a few minutes ago and said whatever topics you want to cover uh, we'll cover so we'll start off with the first one that was sent in by Jeff oh what's up coach Avenger shouts out to you uh, it's my man <laughs> cool dude uh, but as you post your questions, I'll go ahead and talk about them. And if you want to join the live, let me know and I'll add you in. You can give your opinion on whatever it is you want to give your opinion on, uh, whatever it is we're talking about at the time. So the, the question that was asked was basically, you know, what are the pros and cons of super teams at this at this stage? Because that's what it looks like the NBA has become is a series of different super teams. It was started with. Um, LeBron James and then it kind of with the decision going down to Miami and I think people just kind of built and built and built from there so the first question I got to ask pretty much is you know what are what is everyone's thoughts on super teams what do you think is pro do you think there's cons to it um, as you post your comments I'll go ahead and, and, I'll, and I'll mention them but uh, my thought on it is this I don't really know if there's pros and cons but I do enjoy uh, good parody. I enjoy parody in any sport. I think that everybody should have the opportunity uh, to 
um, to have a, a, a to have a chance at the at the championship. And I think that when you're building these super teams over the last couple of years, I think there was no doubt that Golden State was going to go to the finals. And I think that that took a little bit of the joy out of watching the NBA um, because when you already have a predetermined um, winner, it makes it tough for you to watch as a fan, unless you're watching your own team. And as a Knicks fan, uh, you know my joy. I don't have but so so much joy. So um, when you think of uh, super teams, uh, uh, it wasn't fun as a fan of the game to watch when you already knew what could be the outcome. Because who everybody knows Toronto was not going to win that championship had KD not got injured. I mean, you know, just like, you know, uh, uh, years prior, if, if if it wasn't an injury to one of them, then there is no way that there's a championship. People say Cleveland wouldn't have won uh, that championship against Golden State had Draymond not been um, suspended for that game. It was a pivotal game that turned the series on its head. So my thoughts on super teams is I, I don't like them. I, I really I, I just don't like them. I, I wish that um, I wish that we I wish that there was that there could be parity in the NBA because it would make it fun to watch. Now, my cousin Ibrahim said uh, super teams are whack fun to watch the scores get run up and records get broke. But it's trash, which is true. I mean, you know, you got. You, you have Golden State and then there's like everybody else. And then so now I think one of the best moves that I've seen in this offseason to prevent uh, 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 the ultimate super team, so to speak, was Kawhi not going to um, L.A. And I kind of wish my man uh, Jay from the Defy Life podcast was on because me and him, when I was a visitor on their website, Jay just joined. As a matter of fact, when I was on their podcast as a visitor, uh uh, basically me and him had a little back and forth about parody in the NBA and I said that he said there never was parody although I disagreed highly with him and he knows that there was parody at one time there was a time in the NBA in which you never knew who was going to win it you had favorites but there's always been favorites in every sport there's a favorite uh, in high school sports what I do there's a favorite you know where I coach at shoot Ridgeview is the favorite every year you know, and the rest of us are caught trying to catch them. But at the end of the day, there always have been favorites, but there has been, there was parody. You never really knew. Everybody had a chance on any given night because of the parody. Now you got teams that are just stacking players on top of stacking players just to do it. Um, now, I will bring up an interesting, it was an interesting comment by Steve Kerr, and I'm going to go ahead and play it. Um, it was played on the Get Up uh, on ESPN's Get Up. I'm gonna play his words, and then I kind of want to get everybody. I'm gonna give my opinion, and I kind of want to get everybody else's opinion. If it plays, it's acting like it don't want to play. It's time time for us to part ways. That's one thing, but um, you know the Davis stuff was was really kind of groundbreaking, I think, and, and hopefully. Not a trend because it's bad for the league. Okay, so that okay. Now that was played on Get Up. Um, now he, Steve Kerr says that the AD trade to the Lakers w- was bad for the NBA, um, and I'm going to post that here. Uh, give me one sec because my typing skills have gone in the trash over the past couple of years. Uh,
right, so that's that's a that's a question. Was the AD trade bad for the NBA? Well, what I do feel to a certain degree, I'm kind of on both ends of this because. On one hand, I think Steve Kerr is a tad bit of a hypocrite because, you know, you had Kevin Durant for the last couple of years. So really, what can you say about competitiveness when it comes to championships and teams and strength of teams and everything else? But on the other side, I would say that players are starting to understand their strength, so to speak. They're understanding their power. So they're using their power to get what they want and if that's whether that's for whether for uh ad that's getting out to la or getting an opportunity to to uh win a championship um whatever his motives were he wanted out of new orleans and i I almost don't know if we can fault him or anybody else because i'm pretty sure some of you if you were in if you're in a bad work environment right you go try to find a better job in the same uh, in the same field because it's what you love to do. Hopefully you're doing something that you love to do. So I'm of the opinion that I'm hoping that people would uh, would move on to better pastures if it was something that uh, they... I'm going to come back to you, Jay, because you just said uh, parody is a myth to call you. Okay, uh, I'm going I'm to I'm figure out... I don't even know how to... How do you make some... How do you get somebody to join on this thing? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and call. I'm gonna I'm gonna call you, Jay. Give me one second. Let me get this point out. Uh, I, I think that we can't fault players for what they want to do as far as their life is concerned. Yeah, they sign a contract, but if a team decides, hey, look, I'm gonna trade him at this moment, then shoot, guess what's gonna happen? He's gonna get traded. And so, you know, is it so bad of a is it is it wrong of a player to do? Is it wrong of a player to get his, so to speak, to put himself in the best position that he possibly could put him put himself before the team takes that from him? You know, did Chris Paul want to be in OKC? Hell no, he didn't want to be in the OKC. Did uh, who else got traded into oblivion? Um, uh, did did Golden State go talk to Iggy before sending him to Memphis? You know, he, I'm pretty sure he didn't want to go to Memphis. He's probably cool where he was. So when when you look at it from that aspect, and you're saying, how is it so groundbreaking? Well, how is it groundbreaking when years years prior Carmelo did the same thing in Denver? How is it groundbreaking? You know what I mean? How is it groundbreaking if, um, uh, like this same year, Jimmy Butler just did it to get out of where he was? So, you know, how is it so groundbreaking? Is it because it's AD going to join with um, LeBron James? Is that what makes it so groundbreaking? Is the fact that he's going to make uh, possibly uh, one of the strongest teams in the league? So, I don't know. Um, I'm, I'm hoping to get some people's thoughts here. Uh, I see uh, Ibrahim said Watching the NBA is like watching the reality show Um, And he also stated just now I guess it's never wrong to get your worth That's the difference between the NFL And the NBA Um, Yeah I guess I I, I would say that Because the NBA contracts are You know you're guaranteed you're going to get your bread You know pretty much no matter what happens You're going to get that bread NFL contracts aren't that guaranteed That's why the upfront money is so important um if you give me a second i'm gonna try to get jay in on this uh real quick um because he has a thing with parody <laughs> and he uh which is which is really really crazy 
because uh, we really had a, a serious back and forth uh, about it. Uh, here we go. Now we just got to make sure, got to see if he answers. <laughs> but while we getting, while we trying to get Jay on the line, that's Jay from the Defy Life Podcast. We're trying to get him on. But while we're trying to get him on, um, let me see something. Let me end that. What is what is it? So what would be uh, 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 as we're continuing on with this parody talk and getting what you're worth? Um, what what lesson? Like what is it? Do you think? Do anybody out there that's listening or paying attention right now? Do you feel like it's a? Um, it's a. Is it teaching our kids anything? Is it teaching our kids good or bad habits? Um, to me. Um, one of the lessons I like to teach my sons is to understand your worth. And I know if Josh was here, he would agree as well. You know, you got to be able to understand your worth and get paid for your worth. Like whatever it is that you're worth, shit, go out and get your, excuse my language, but go out and get your money. Because at the end of the day, like you're the one that got to live your life um, the way that you, the way that you want to, the way that you have to, so to speak. So, um, excuse me if I'm killing myself to try to get Jay on here. Uh, <laughs> um, but how are you going to tell me to call him and then he don't answer? <laughs> okay. Yo, yo, Jay, you there? I'm here. What's good? <laughs> What's good, man? As you can see, we was on live, and you said you said you wanted me to call. You wanted me to call you <laughs> to get you on. So you're on the Staley and English show. For those who don't know, this is Jay from the Defy Life uh, podcast. It airs every Wednesday morning at. Uh, 7 a.m. Uh, uh, it comes out. Very, very dope podcast. If you hadn't had a chance to check it out, please, please, please go ahead and check it out. Jay, I know you called me to get on me about parody in the NBA. What is what? What you want to say, man? What do you want to say? Well, first of all, thanks for having me, man. I get to uh, make my, I get to, to, to bust my cherry on the Staley and English show. My first time here. Thanks for having me. <laughs> uh, no problem. Anytime, anytime. Yeah, man. Um, yeah, you know how I feel about parody, man, in the NBA. It's a myth. So, this this whole idea of super team that we always talk about in current era has been going on since the creation of the NBA. It's nothing new. Um, players demanding trades, that's always been going on. Um, as far back as, you know, Earl Monroe demanded a trade to, to join the Knicks. Lou Alcindor to force his way out of Milwaukee. You know, that's that's long before any of us were watching basketball. Wait, hold on, so, Jay. Jay, one second. Uh, uh, we just got to state something said that they we can't hear. They can't hear you on. Uh, hold on. Let me let me see this. Let me, see, let me do this. Um, let me see if I can. I'm going to try to add you on the Facebook so that they can actually hear you. Uh, so hang, hang up the Skype. I'm, I'm going to try to add you on the Facebook. All 
Okay, just invited him to the thing. Sorry you guys couldn't hear that. Um, uh, I was trying to get him straight. Uh, went ahead and invited him to the show. Uh, uh, first time doing this, so y'all got to kind of bear with me a little bit. Um, uh, question posed by Kim. Can it shouts out to Kim uh, from the Anything, Everything, and Nothing podcast with Lynn and Kim? Anything, every okay? No, we ain't gonna show. I don't want to kill y'all with my uh, my singing right now. But shouts out to you, Kim. Uh, she says, "Who's the best player currently in the NBA?" Oh wow, uh, whoo! That is a tough question. Now, if my counterpart was on the show, which is uh, Josh and Micah. Uh, the both of them would say the both of them, both of my brothers would, without a doubt, say that the best player in the NBA is. Uh, as much as I don't want to say it, uh, <laughs> is uh, Taco Tuesday. <laughs> uh, he's gonna say that uh, he would say the best player in the NBA is uh, LeBron James uh, and his Taco Tuesday love himself. Um, I lean a little bit probably towards Kevin Durant, um, although I don't like the way he moves personally, like off the floor, off the court, like how he handles his business. Didn't really like the fact that he teamed up with. Uh, uh, Kyrie out in Brooklyn and it's not so much I didn't care for the team up um, I, I don't care if you team up but I wanted you to make uh, the I wanted him to make a decision for him not because of somebody else so I would have to go with Kevin Durant I know Josh and Micah are going to get me on the next episode but they would say I know they would say uh, LeBron James although I am definitely definitely disagreeing with that um, I'm really waiting on Jay because Jay was Jay was in his bag like he was in it like he was he was he was really really doing it. Um, oh here he go. LeBron and it ain't close with Durant hurt. Man, Jay, you need to hurry up and ju just accept the invite, Jay. Like that's all you got to do is accept the invite. Uh, but uh. No, um, I think that with with KD hurt, if the, if we want to make that the if we want to make that the precursor, we want to say okay, he's hurt, he's hurt, okay, he's hurt. LeBron, the best player of the game, uh, James Ibrahim says that James is the best, and this is coming from a Jordan fan. Yeah, hey, hey, hey you remember those days in the crib, man, just watching Mike. Yeah, yeah, me and you were some big Jordan fans. So, yeah, it hurts to say uh, I guess LeBron is the best in the game today. Uh, but uh, I, I just feel like his game is not as complete as KD's game. Um, bad idea sleeping on the Warriors. Michael Bree, Michael Bree, love, that's one of my former players. He said uh, it's a bad idea to sleep on the Warriors. I don't know if anybody's really sleeping on the Warriors. I just feel like their time is coming gone. Um, I don't think that they're going to be able to come back uh, from from losing Durant, and then you have a hurt Clay for what seventy five percent, seventy five to eighty percent of the season. You're probably not going to have him till postseason. Um, it's just it, it's going to be hard for them to make that transition back. Um, hold on a second. 
think I got him. Hey, Jay. Uh, got a lot of stuff happening here. Hey, Jay. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. I can hear you. I don't know. And so you're recording. Can they hear me? Yeah, that's the question. I don't know if they can hear you. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if they can. I guess somebody will tell me if they can hear, me, hear you or not in a second. Um, but I heard you fine the last time through. So I'm going to just uh, con- continue to adjust these levels and, and hopefully you come through clearer than uh, you hear. Uh, okay, apparently Lynn said no. We, they can't hear you. Say say something again, Jay. <laughs> yeah, they can't hear me. Nah, apparently they can't hear you. Jesus Christ, I don't know what's right. going on with this. Um, to, 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 to type my thoughts through. <laughs> yeah, go ahead and just type your thoughts in there, and I'll read them off for you. And I'll read them off for you. And right. I got a topic for you too. Oh, you got it. Oh, yeah, put it in there. Put it in there. Yeah. I got. I got to right. get some fillers, so put it in there. All right. All right. All right. All right, going back. Uh, my bad, my bad, y'all. I really wish you could have heard Jay. Jay has a he said he's going to type his thoughts in, so uh, he has a he has a very very unique that I don't agree with uh, uh, thing about about parody. Um, but uh, what I will say is um, going back up. Oh no, Kim! We're talking all sports tonight. Every single sport that you want to talk about, we'll talk about. I am a connoisseur of sports. Uh, I even get out here and talk. We could talk some cricket if you want to. Um, <laughs> it's definitely uh, it's one of those episodes, man, where where we are just we just here just for the listeners. I'm here by myself, uh, my boys. I hope Josh. I hope you made it in safe. Um, you, the kids, and, and and the wife. Hope you guys made it in safe. And uh, I know Mike is probably snoozing at this point, so I'm hoping you. Uh, uh, I hope you. Uh, <laughs> I hope you and the baby and the wife are doing well. Uh, down there in sunny Orlando, but um, West Indies or Sri Lanka? Uh, West Indies. I, 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 the Trinidadian team is pretty good, and, and and for those who don't know, we're talking cricket. And no, e, I'm not Mr. ESPN Yosh. I'm just <laughs> here trying to get this podcast episode <laughs> done. Um, okay, so here's Jay. He says uh, eight teams have won eighty percent of all of the NBA titles. There has never been parity. Yo, that's a good. That's a good comp. That's a good point, Jay. I will say that's a good point. But, but in the majority of those titles up until the recent years, this is where me and you, I guess, we start to part ways, Jay. Is because up until recent years, uh. A good portion of the time, the teams were you were drafted to your team, and you kind of rolled that way. You kind of rolled that out until now. People did demand trades; they demanded to get out of town, and those things did happen. But it was not as prevalent as it is now. Um, the the players at that time, and it could be uh, the fault of the players' union at that time not having uh, as much control or or, or or utilizing their power correctly to get the 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 things put into their contracts that needed to be put into it, uh, the collective bargaining agreements. But at the end of the day, you know, there were battles, there were Knicks and Bulls, um, 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 uh, uh, Pistons, Bulls, Lakers, Celtics. Like you had these epic battles that were always like hard fought, 
you know, even though even though it might have been a favorite, everybody, you know, everybody, yeah, everybody thought the Bulls were going to win in those in those years. Everybody thought that because they had the best player on the planet at the time. Did it make it any easier for them? Were they winning by 50 points? Were they putting up 140, 150 points a night? Nah, those things weren't happening. Things that are happening now, like I, as a basketball coach, um, of high school kids it's hard for me to tell those kids to watch the nba today because it's played really really differently and so i just kind of feel like um it's just i don't know i i i just think that the way the game's played now i just i guess i'm like my daddy you know i, I remember when this time and that time and this time and that time um Let's get to these comments. Uh, there's always been a big three. Eve said there's always been a big three. It just wasn't. Uh, <laughs> uh, Jay, Earl Monroe, Lou Alcinda, Oscar Monroe, and others demanded trades long before any of us were watching basketball. That's just the way of the NBA. Yeah. Um, let me say let me say this to that point jay i i, I like I, I i addressed it i said it has been it has been happening trades have been being demanded in in each sport everybody's demanding a trade in, in each sport but i think right now the players have so much more power now that that they're in in the nba i'm talking they have so much power now that they are they're voicing it and then demanding where they want to go, so it's 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 something to it because now I don't call my homeboy. Yeah, man, I want to come over there. You know what I'm saying? So let's make this happen. You know, I think that there's more power that they have, which is causing them to create these super teams, which is leaving those teams in the middle at the bottom end without a chance to do anything. Um, so we got a question from Kim, and then I'll come back to your topic. Jay, we'll, we'll deal with Kim's question, and then we'll deal with Jay's question. Kim says, uh, should Zeke report to camp without a new contract? Should Julio be the highest paid wide receiver in the NFL? Uh, if Jerry Jones waited out Emmett Smith, <laughs> I'm pretty certain Zeke, he going to wait Zeke out. I think Zeke should hold out for his money. And, and, and this is coming from a person that doesn't believe that college players should be paid. Okay. I don't believe college students should be paid. College athletes should be paid. Um, but I do believe that as a professional athlete, especially when you're a running back, especially with the fact that you don't, especially with the fact that this is how you make your livelihood and your knees are the first thing to go. You have a short shelf life. Cause I think running backs only average what five years in the NFL. So you only got five years, five to six years to make your bread before they bringing in somebody else. Yeah. I think I do believe he should wait it out. He should hold out and get his bread until it's like the, the, uh, the last point, um, the, uh, where he has to go before he doesn't get paid. I don't think he should jeopardize his, his bread that he is getting, but I do think he should hold out for more bread. Um, and should Julio be the highest played, the highest paid wide receiver in the NFL? Mm. Uh, that's a tough one. Cause there's, I think wide receivers are hard. Let me put it to you like this. I think, Julio Jones should be paid whatever Atlanta values him at. So whatever his value is to Atlanta, 
that's what they should pay him. Um, that's that's really what what they should. Um, because I think that you're only as valuable to the team that values you. Because he might be valuable to um, to Atlanta because he does certain things. He may not have the same role at another spot. Um, so I just think that that's that's how I would say does he deserve to be the highest paid wide receiver? That depends on who you talk to. Me personally, I, I don't value the wide receiver position as much. So I I, I don't know. I, I think that that's a tough that's a tough ask. That's a tough one. I think it just kind of depends on 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 who you ask. Uh, to your other point, Kim J said Zeke can't be trusted. His haircut alone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Zeke Zeke haircut ugly as hell. I will say that. Um he he does have an ugly haircut. Um uh next one, uh Jay, what's the current state of AAU basketball? Now, here's a topic where I really wish that uh Josh uh uh and my man CL uh Butler uh could be on and Kurt Wheeler. Um and uh uh, uh, some of my other coaching buddies, I really wish they could be on. Sav, uh, my man, Coach Sav over at South Florence, I really wish those guys could be on. So I will say this, Jay. I promise on our next episode, we will cover the current state of AAU basketball because that's actually on our list of topics for our next episode. So if you want to get our thoughts on that, please make sure you tune into the next episode, which will be dropping next Friday morning. Um, so let's go on down. <laughs> Jeff said that Jerry Jones is the puff daddy of the NFL. <laughs> that's uh that's actually kind of funny, to tell you the truth. And and somewhat true. I do believe that is somewhat true. Um hold on, let me get to my next set of comments. Uh oh geez, my bad, y'all. Here's the one thing about technology. Sometimes it acts stupid. Um, Julio doesn't catch touchdowns. This is to yours, Kim. Julio doesn't catch touchdowns. Yard machines that doesn't catch touchdowns don't get paid. That's a great point. That's what I said. It's all in what Atlanta values him at. Now let's get into, and I hate to switch gears so quickly, but Kim once again posed a good question, and I'm going to pin her question. Let's talk about College students should get paid. No, they should not be paid. If that's if if, if and you could go back and listen to one of our our, our earlier episodes. Um, to me, college students are being paid currently. Now, you may say, "Hey, they're not being paid in their value." You may disagree with me there. They're not being paid as far as their value is concerned. But I do believe that. And it, it may be just the educator in me or and, and as a person sitting here with thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars in student loans, they're getting a free college education. That's the first thing. So whether you're going to the NFL or not, you're still getting a free education. No matter what, you're, you're going to leave school debt free. All right. Not only that, but they end up, these kids, it's not like they're getting, they go to school and then that's it. They don't get, they don't provide anything for them. They provide it, they're provided with meal plans and everything else. And they also provided stipends. And if they are academically inclined and they ended up with extra money, they end up with huge refund checks. 
on top of their monthly stipends. So the <laughs> the 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 point here is they're paid and then they stay on campus for free, eat for free. You know, and then if they live off campus, their stipend gets bigger because it's enough to cover their bills and, and, and apartment and enough for them to eat after that. So, no, I do not believe that. Um, I don't believe that they should be paid. Um, I think that they are being paid commensurate with with what they do. Like you go to school understanding that this is and you're still an amateur. You're not a professional yet. You're still an amateur. Yes, your sport generates revenue for the school. What's next? Are we going to say high school students should be paid to play? Is that is that what's next? Because high school students generate revenue for their school for the athletic departments. The football team, Lord knows where I coach at, the football team makes buku bucks. Because of what's put in from boosters Same thing that happens on the college level And what comes into that stadium In fact that stadium is sold out Almost every single game So how are we going to say So now So now Okay So then now Now we're going to go on down So we're going to pay high school students And then We're also going to be paid We're also going to pay Um AAU players because shoot if you get the right AAU player right AAU teams at your tournament you're gonna end up with more people coming to your tournament paying the twenty dollar fees which I know about because I didn't had to get into a couple of these it twenty dollars a day fees that somebody's making money off of should they not be paid now at that point no I think that you 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 understand that you're an amateur up until it's the time that you become a professional you are you are you are given commensurate you are given uh, the correct compensation, which is a free education, you leave high school, you leave college debt free, and you not only leave college debt free, but you also leave college with uh, um, um, having everything paid for. How you spent your money is 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 how you spent your money. I remember, and everybody knows the kid I took in. For those who know me intimately, um, what we did with him was shoot, we saved up. We made sure when he got his stipends, we saved up his checks because we didn't know. If anything would happen afterwards, so he would have to. That's so that he would try to leave with money in his pocket. We saved half of his stipends, went into a bank account. You know, we did what we could to make sure that he had some kind of cushion um, afterwards. Now, what he does with his thing, he does with his thing. He's a grown man, but the deal of it all is no. I don't believe that um, they should be paid. That is, um, <laughs> Kim said, it's worse than a slave plantation. Um, I, I just yes. They make money for these universities um, To go to Jay's point There's one caveat In my statement that they should not be paid That caveat Is that they should be Paid for They should be paid um, On their likeness um, if, if anybody's used, If they're selling their jersey I think that they should get a cut of that um, I just don't believe they should be paid To play the game I don't think they should be paid to play um, then they're just professionals. Then what are they going to college for? They might as well just go to the NBA. I mean, the NFL, NBA, uh, whatever it is. Um, and then they're not even talking about, and here's the thing, they're not even talking about paying all sports, just the sports that ge- generate enough revenue to do so. So I just, it's just, um, it's a little, it's a little much. Um, I, I do believe that they should get paid for their likeness. If in fact, that is something they should be paid off the, uh, a percentage or a royalty off their Jersey sales. Um, or something like that. Um, and going to an earlier comment, 
just doubling back a little bit. Jay, no, me and Josh will not have a rap battle. Josh can't rap. He can't hang with me. So we ain't doing no rap battle. I don't want, I don't want to have to do him like that on the show. Uh, I, I kind of let him think he can, he can do his little thing. Um, <laughs> and serenade. So, uh, we're going to move on to the next topic. Uh, Let's unpin Kim. <laughs> yeah, <it's, laughs> yeah, I know uh, that that's a uh, uh, I know it's a touchy subject because uh, so many people feel certain ways about college kids being paid. But I do feel that, you know, it's a it's a situation where you end up opening Pandora's box once you do it. Like so now every now now we're going for contracts now. The fact that we were keeping shoe company, we're trying to keep shoe companies in check. Now they're going after kids at younger ages. So then it hits college. And like I said earlier, then it trickles down. Now we're going to end up paying high school players for what they do. Um, and shoot, they're not even, they, they, they come to school and get a free, it's a free education for everyone unless they go into a private school. So I just, um, I just don't see it um, there. Um, so I think uh, we're going to take a second and take a break. For a few words from the Defy Life Podcast Network. We'll be back in two seconds. Are you into comics? I mean, seriously into all things comics. Well, lucky you need to check out Take a Knee for Marvel vs. DC. Where regular Scott, Ozzy Killmonger, and V's discuss characters, movies, series, books, fan polls, and more. And you never know who may show up for an open mic. Just some blurs going deep and having fun. Take a knee for Marvel vs. DC. New episode every Sunday. Brought to you by the Defy Life Podcast Network. All right, if you hadn't checked it out, man, uh, anywhere you listen to your favorite podcast, it's Take a Knee for Marvel in DC. If you're into movies and comics and all that stuff, I think at some point they even talk wrestling. Um, go ahead and check them out. Uh, you can find them on any place that you listen to your favorite podcast and as always on www.godefylife.com. So, um, uh, my man Gerald Hedrick Money from uh, the show Fantasy Beasts. Uh, podcast check them out every Thursday uh, he says LSU just paid 28 million dollars for a locker room for one team ha- uh, slash sport they make plenty I mean plenty of money that is not my point money I know they make the bread I know they make the bread it's the way the system is set up we're in here we just living in it the fact of the matter is they these kids like if, if somebody would have told me hey look if, if I would have had a full ride somewhere I would have taken that full ride and shut the F up Get my free education. Knowing what I know now, should you take that little free money and 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 that be that? Um. So, uh, wait till the college tries to get over on Mayor Edison. Mayor Edison. Um, you forget. You know, I adopted a kid who who went to college and and played uh, college sports at a high level, um, at Division One school, and uh, and we went through that. And 
I, I, I never complained. I didn't think anything of it. I didn't even think about it um, because I knew what he was getting out of it. Now, um, he went to an NFL uh, rookie minicamp, didn't get picked up. Agent feels like something will happen eventually in the upcoming weeks or months. But right now, you know, he has a college degree. Not only does he have a college degree, but he also has a master's and he has zero debt. Like, that's the biggest thing. He has he owes no one anything. So he's free to do whatever he's doing. He's working now, has a good, pretty good job um, um, off of his degree. So I just feel like if he he's he's off into the world, he's learned so many lessons from the coaches, from the coaching staff about life and everything else. Um, he's made his mistakes. And, 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 and so, you know, like he's done what was supposed to happen in college without the debt. You know what I'm saying? So all of us sitting here, you know, saying it should be paid or not, you know, we're, we're doing this and then, you know, and, and it's debt. Tied to it So You know Like I said If I had a chance To get a full ride I'd take it And shut the fuck up Tell you the truth um, But uh, We're gonna move on To the next topic And that is uh, uh, Jay's on a roll tonight I guess he, he uh, Since uh, Since the Defy Life podcast Was off this week um, I think he <laughs> I think he, he He's He's uh, He's uh, Missing Missing talking for the week So uh his uh, question is, should top recruits start looking at going to HBCUs and build those programs? Let me say this. Um, I think that kids should go where they want to. I think that top recruits should go where they want. Um, they, a lot of times, uh, look at a prime example. John Morant went to Murray State. All right. John Morant wasn't really highly recruited, but he 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 had, he, had, he he was recruited some. He's recruited a good bit, but he chose Murray State, and for whatever reason, he chose Murray State. Murray State is 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 a smaller school. It's still a Division One, but it's a smaller school. Now, for the H for the top recruits to end up going to these HBCUs, the HBCUs are going to have to value athletics at the school. A lot of HBCUs do not value the athletic programs. And if you went to a HBCU, you know what I'm talking about. They do not value. There's not a high value put on athletics um, at a lot of. I won't say all, but at a lot of the the historically black. For those of us who don't know what a HBCU is, historically black college and university, a lot of them, a good bit of them, do not put a value on athletics. Where they go, okay, we have got to pump money we have got to find boosters we have got to do this we've got to do whatever we need to do to to bring in these top athletes so that we can start to get sponsorships that we can start to create so now so now this is creating revenue because it takes money to make money so now you're, you're using this money will build new 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 dormitories and stuff like that but you so busy putting money in the wrong places not thinking that if you actually put a value on athletics man it it, it could it, it 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 would it would make things a lot better on the campus it'll make campus life a lot better for a lot of the hbcus i know um i went to a very small hbcu um and uh, those who went to school with me you know where we went <laughs> and they just did not put a value and us and it wasn't just that HBCU, I've seen it at other ones that I've gone and visited or frequented or 
um, when I was going through, when, when one of my players was going through the recruiting process, going to visit campuses of some of these HBCUs, locker rooms not kept well, fields or basketball courts not taken, not, not taken care of. Um, it's just... It's just they don't do well with allocating their funds into uh, Ibrahim, no, not Crown Royal University. I, I would have took Hennessy University, but not Crown Royal University. But they didn't. They do not pump the money into their athletic programs as they should. Um, uh, HBCUs use athletics as a way to boost enrollment numbers. Yes, they do. But I don't think they put enough, Jeff. That's that's from Jeff. Um, I don't think that they put enough to be able to boost the numbers because okay let's talk about it like this if you have a good football team nine times out of ten you could pull in a good band especially for hbcus the band is the thing nine times out of ten football team stinks the band is is good uh when you get both of them going at the same time boy you got something in but you know because it's a show at that point but they're able to bring in the enrollment if the foot if they have a football team which a lot of hbcus do not have if they have a football team they then bring in band and it brings it begins to build the enrollment because people are coming homecomings are are extra special and stuff like that like for for a lot of my time um at where i went we didn't have a football team so they got a football team now but so our homecoming was basketball and although we made the best of it it wasn't what it was last year with the football team it was way bigger and it was a lot more enjoyable um yes kim that's a good point some hbcus don't pay or can't pay to have top-notch facilities i totally agree with you thanks um jay says that's the catch 22 they don't have the resources because the top-notch athletes aren't going there it's tough. I think alumni, especially those that have uh, gone pro as athletes, should be more involved in funding programs. You are completely correct, Jay. Jay, I, I, I really, I, I really agree with that. You have a lot of players who have gone pro that do not come back and 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 put into their into the programs um, what what they got out of their program. Um, which is, you know, somebody had to, somebody coached you up, somebody gave you that platform, somebody recruited you. Because if you ended up at an HBCU, nine times out of ten, it wasn't your choice. It was just, yo, this is the best of the rest. Let me go ahead and take this. Um, so I think that you, hold on, who laughed at that comment? Jay, it would be you. But um, you, when you, when you look at it from, from, from that aspect it's it's gonna take a community to it's gonna take a community of people for that school to help do something and then not only that but the schools yo listen i'll give you I, i'm gonna tell you how much some hbcus don't value athletics all right i interviewed for a college job a couple of years back head coaching head coach college job at an hbcu the salary I was so happy I did not get this job. The salary was $27,000 a year as a head college basketball coach. That's how much they valued athletics on that campus. And that's, and, and I'm going to leave that there. That's how much that HBCU valued athletics. $27,000 a year to be a head basketball coach. And come on, you, you can't. No, on the college level, Nah, that's not gonna, that's not gonna, that's not gonna do it. Um, so 
that's uh that's pretty much my spill on uh on players going to HBCUs. I think, and then I think a lot of it has to do with the family. Sometimes the families think, you know, to go pro, the kid has to go to a certain level. They need to go to a certain place. I uh, I don't necessarily believe that. I think if it's a big time prospect like Zion, Zion could have went to Benedict and he still would have got drafted. It, plain and simple, you know. Zion, you know, at the end of the day, you know, but he went, shoot, Duke is, Duke is a, a traditionally uh, known for basketball. So, you know, if I'm a top-notch basketball player from top tier, that's how I know how good I am is I get something from uh, Duke. And so I go there, I Carolina, so I go there, or Syracuse, and I go there. I mean, I, I don't know if I would have went to an HBCU if I got an offer from Duke. <laughs> you know, if I got an offer, shoot, if I got an offer from anywhere, I would have went there. Um you said what would the staff get that's the kicker they were offering $27,000 to the head coach and you had no other paid staff anybody else you brought on had to be a volunteer I'm gonna let that sink in right there as a college coach everybody else is gonna have to be a volunteer your staff is gonna be have to be full of volunteers yeah no we're not doing that that's that's just not they, they can keep that um so we're gonna we're gonna transition into our last uh, balling, yeah, with twenty seven grand, right? I'm making more than that as a high school coach. Balling, yeah, okay, that makes a lot of sense. All right, so we're gonna go ahead and we're gonna transition into our last um topic of the evening. I did not expect to be on here for an hour, but apparently you guys are taking me to an hour. So, and I think Jay took up about twenty minutes trying to get on. Um. <laughs> Ibrahim said he quit on life Alright so um, Let's go ahead and we're going to get into this last topic I'm going to go ahead and pin the topic um, uh, Kim asks uh, What do you think about Mayweather Pacquiao 2 Would you pay $100 For pay per view to watch that Listen let me tell you something Kim If there is something I am tired of it is Manny Pacquiao and Floyd Mayweather. I am so exhausted with that. And at this point, what type of fight is it going to be? Aren't they both over 50? Like, I don't even, I, I am not interested in paying $100 to watch that. Now, if somebody else pays $100 to, to, to get the fight, I will go to your house. I will eat your food. I will even chip in and bring wings. I'll bring whatever flavor wing you want me to bring. But I am not watching that. Yes, if if <laughs> Ibrahim, yeah, I would rather watch Tyson fight Holyfield at this point. Like I think that'll be more entertaining. Um, all Floyd's gonna do is run and block and jab every so often, and may, and 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 uh, and and Pacquiao's gonna try to knock him out. Uh, yeah, Jay, and, and, yeah, they need to pay me to watch it. That's what they need to do. They took my money last time. You know, they, they stole my money last time. I had to chip in. Uh, somebody had to pay to come watch. And I think it was like $20 to come in and watch or whatever. You didn't have to bring anything. They had liquor and food for days. But, you know, you paid $20, you came, you watched, and then you went home. I think I fell asleep on that fight. Um, <laughs> I Jeff, I'm with you. I would much rather watch middle school kids fight at that point. I just, it's just not interesting enough. At this point, I think they're reaching. Um, Mayweather spent so much of his career ducking Pacquiao when Pacquiao was in his prime. Now Pacquiao thinks he could get him for a rematch. For what? Like, it's not 
interesting. And if anybody puts on this fight, is this is this what boxing has come to? Is the question. That's the best, the better question. Is this what boxing has come to? Um, yeah, I mean, Kim, we know what's going to happen. I'm not paying for it. I, I know that much. I'm not paying for it. I, I'll catch the replay. I'll be good. I'll listen to who won the next day. I don't need to waste money or my time. But I, like I said, is this what boxing has come to where a retired fighter who, what, last two fights was against a kickboxer and a dude in China or Japan or wherever it was, that fight was, when he, the dude obviously could not fight. Now we're here with this. Like, I just don't, I, I don't. Why? Why am I going to do this? Like, it, you know, I, I disagree, Ibrahim. Uh, uh, I disagree. Boxing is not boring. Um, I do enjoy a good boxing match, if it's good. But when's the last time you really saw, when the last time Mayweather had a good fight? Now, riddle me that shit. Like, when was the last time he had a good fight? Like, I, I just don't. I, I, so, Kim, short in short, no, I'm not paying to watch that. Um, boxing needs to let Mayweather go. This is from Jay. Uh, embrace a new cash cow and move on. The man is retired and he's still the biggest draw in the sport. That is correct. And that's what I said. This is what boxing has come to. Um, I think I was watching TMZ Sports um, the other morning. Why I was up at 5.30, I don't know. Well, actually, I do know why I was up at 5.30. At 5.30, I was up. My doctor said I need to lose 25 pounds, so I've been out walking. So I woke up at 5.30 to go walk, and uh, I know Josh is going to make fun of that on the next show, but um, I was up watching, and there was a head that apparently the heavyweight champ. I'd never seen this man a day before in my life. I knew I had no clue who he was. He was the heavyweight champ and was talking about Mayweather Pacquiao too, talking about that Pacquiao would beat Mayweather now. Okay. I, I still don't want to see it. There's nothing about that fight makes me want to watch it. And the fact that I didn't know who the heavyweight champ was when I actually at times will watch a good boxing match every now and then. Yeah, that's pretty much where boxing is right now. At its complete and utter low, low, lowest. So we're going to go ahead and, and I'm going to go ahead and bid you guys adieu and a good night. I did not expect to be up this late. Want to give some shout outs. I want to give shout outs to the people who <laughs> Ibrahim said he'll watch the bootleg. Uh, want to give some shouts out to my brother, uh, Micah Kurtz and Josh Daly. Um, shouts out to you guys. It's always uh, it's, it's not as fun doing the show without them um, And I'm pretty sure uh, uh, They they feel the same way uh, When I can't be on But uh, shouts out to them and their families um, Want to give a shout out to my kids um, that, Who are growing bigger and bigger by the day Want to give shouts out to my basketball team um, You know, they did good over the summer I also want to give a shout out to one of my kids uh, Cesar Edwards, he's traveling to Illinois next week for the NCAA um, uh, coaches uh, camp in Illinois. And, and, you know, I wish him luck and hope he does well. Um, <laughs> crackheads. <laughs> crackheads arguing is more entertaining. That That is funny. Um, uh, the um, also want to give a shout out to um, uh, all the coaches out there. 
Um, next, I want to give a shout out to all the um, the parents out there fighting uh, to keep their kids off the street and to make uh, uh, to build them up to be successful young men and young women. Um, don't give up the fight, man. These uh, uh, the streets are trying to drag these kids down and. Whatever, whatever, whatever methods you need to take to keep these kids on the straight and narrow, you need to continue to do so. Shouts out to all my fathers that are in the kids' lives, man. Continue to do what you're doing. You have no clue um, the impact that you being in their life has. Um, and shouts out to you, moms, man. That no matter what, like you got to be there. <laughs> Whether the daddy's there or not, you got to be there. So shouts out to you. Coming from the Staley and English show So um, Don't forget If you want to join the conversation You can hit us up At the Staley and English show At gmail.com That's the Staley A-N-D English show At gmail.com You can follow us On all social media platforms At the Staley A-N-D English show The Staley and English show Until next week Until next week Until next week We are out Peace Welcome to the Defy Life Podcast. For in-depth, entertaining, often hilarious, always real talk about sports, culture, lifestyle, and current events, join us and become part of the movement. The Defy Life Podcast. New episode every Wednesday, everywhere your favorite podcasts are available. Brought to you by the Defy Life Podcast Network. This is Defy Life.